0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of We're Gonna Need a Bigger Show, live from the Chattanooga Film Festival. Today is a very special day. Uh, this, This is probably going to be my most memorable or my favorite interview from the festival this year, because it involves two of the stars of my favorite movie of all time, which you guys have heard me talk about so many times on the show. Monster Squad. Today, I'm joined by Ryan Lambert. Thank you, sir, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, for sure. And Andre Gower. Thank you very much for for joining me today. Thank you. Uh, so this is exciting. I mean, this is we're 30 30th anniversary of the of the movie. That's that's crazy, right? Huh? <laughs> what's that you say, say ha, ha. young man? Huh? <laughs> what does that feel like for y'all? I mean, what, what's that? What's Old. That like? Really? Come no. on. There's got to be it, more involved, though. You know.
1: You know, it actually feels like it was yesterday for me anyway. Like, I feel like there's a lot that's happened since then. Sure. Obviously, but um, um, it does feel, you know, time, time goes by and, you know, at the same time, you're like, well, that wasn't that long ago for me.
0: Right.
2: Same. I mean, we, one good thing about keeping those memories fresh is that we get you know for the last 10 or 11 years it's been you know kind of regular doing screenings or appearances or conventions sure. or festivals uh, and meeting people at other events that are big monster squad fans so it's a conversation starter it's a door opener it's um you know it, it keeps it fresh and it, it still lives i mean sure. like you said it's 30 years later and this thing still lives and it I think it's really only getting stronger because yeah. the, the fan base is actually growing and then the original core fan base is just getting more solidified and stronger. So it's like it creates its own gravity thing.
0: It's, it's really interesting to like, you know, look at the reception when it came out uh, to, you know, to now. Um, just a little while ago I was actually, it's, serendipitous I was looking up the movie and you know meta scores and like Rotten Tomatoes and things like that and had like a 53% and I said this can't be right this isn't there's no way that this is in any way correct just because like you said I mean the the driving force behind it just and even in the last 10 12 years has been incredible um, before the last 10 or 12 years what did you see kind of a decline in popularity or did you that's when you just started to see the rise or I mean what was it like in the you know 20 or so years in between
2: well, Twin in Between, it kind of, <clears throat> I think that's the dynamic that we experience now, is everybody thought that it totally disappeared. Right. But fans actually were finding it on HBO or renting it in the video store. Sure. And once they did that for the first couple, two or three years after it was out, it never left them. And they kept their recordings off HBO or right. their video store, which is all there was <laughs> at the time. And they kept it as like a coveted piece that they owned that they didn't think anybody else new or like this movie except for the real small group of friends sure and then like Ryan and I was talking about you know when we did that first kind of cast reunion screening uh, in 19 years later at the Alamo Draft House in Austin and then it just went nuts because everybody went holy shit there's other there's more of us out there and this is going crazy and then the internet's an amazing thing in that regard so it just kind of went boom
0: Yeah, I mean, is that something that y'all have noticed with the internet helping that? I mean, obviously, within the last few years. I
1: mean, what he was just saying, you know, we went to Austin and did a screening and, you know, they kind of just said, well, you come down and, like, hang out and like, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. That's crazy. Like, really? You want us to, like, you're going to show this movie I made, like, when I was 15? Right. It's fine. Oh, I'll get to see Andre again. And, like, oh, I'll get to see Ashley. And it's going to be fun. And then I get there and it's like, oh, my fucking God. I had no idea. Right. So I think from that point on, we've sort of understood what has been going on. Sure um as far as like cult status um which is amazing because i think i mean as far as i'm concerned like i'd rather be a part of like a cult film than just something that like came out and was like oh that was good like made a bunch of money and now it's gone sure like oh the build-up and and what it became and what it is now to me is much more special
0: absolutely um so to back up a little bit i mean i i kind of want to talk about you know your Getting involved with the film in the first place, Andre. What was kind of your break-in, and what was getting into acting like for you as a kid?
2: In gen- well, I um, my sister was my break-in. Okay, uh, I have an older sister, and um, she. The
3: towering inferno. <laughs> yeah, she, uh,
2: <laughs> she worked a lot as a, as, a, as a super super young kid. Uh, I started when I was five. Okay, and my sister at that time was uh, at the, by that time was but she started when she was like five or six. Sure. And then, uh surprise, here I came, and um <laughs> you know starting you know print and commercials and things like that uh, ended up you know tagging along the things that my sister was on and ended up being in, like commercials and print work and getting cast to together on a couple things. Sure. but she had done a a a gigantic movie in the seventies called the towering inferno <laughs> and uh which is i just yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. like I did the theme song. Uh, no, that theme song is
2: And it's the helicopter going over San Francisco. Oh. And then oh, yeah. you see Paul Newman. Okay. But um yeah. But that was a giant disaster movie, you know, sure. kind of thing. It was yeah. huge. And I was actually on that set because I was uh I was uh very uh, like just born. I was like eighteen months or something. And it just kind of evolved in. I was around, tagged around, got in it, did a lot of commercials, a lot of print work, which was a thing back in the day. Still is. It's just on the internet. they not in magazines and newspapers anymore. Um, and then TV and films and, you know, leads up to, you know, working quite a bit through the mid and late 80s on TV shows that led to, you know, just, I don't remember exactly what day my first audition for Monster Squad was, sure. but it was just like, hey, you know what, 3.30 on Wednesday, you have an audition for a movie, here's the sides, and go read for this role. Right. And um, you, know, you get called back, and you go back, and you call back, and you read,
1: and you get cast. And, sure.
0: Um, Ryan, was it a similar trajectory for you as well, I mean, up to that point? Uh,
1: I wasn't as young as okay. as Andre was when I started. I was more, uh, um, I started out like local theater, and so like when I was 10, I was like doing george m cohen musical comedy sure so like my my background is more like musical like um you know learning to play instruments at an early age and singing and and that led to um auditioning for a tv show called kids incorporated which i got and was on that for like well looks like we may oh my god i've never done that uh that's an exclusive for you um Shop <laughs> That yeah. led to, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're on TV. So like now I have an agent. Now I have to have an agent. Sure. And they're like, we're going to send you out on a bunch of other things. And like, I don't really know about acting. It was more like musical for me. Um, and uh, I got a few things here and there, guest spots. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, let's, you know, we're going to send you out on this film. I was like, okay. And I read the script and saw that he was, you know, leather jacket, smoking, blah, blah and uh i went in and just kind of played that part sure in, in the audition i i brought I, I don't know if i was wearing a leather jacket but it was something similar maybe and then uh shane black was sitting there and i was he had a pack of marbles in his pocket and i was like can i bum one of those and like fred decker the director was like uh i don't know if we should give this kid a cigarette you know. You know. Shane was like, we wrote it into the fucking script. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I guess he has to. I was like, all right. So, like, I lit up in, in the in the office and, um, you know, rest, history, rest is history.
0: So, what was... When did you... Like, did they have you guys read together? I imagine there was a... Cast I don't think like, I
1: met Andre. I don't think we met until we were on the set. No, we met,
2: like, two weeks before shooting. Oh, remember, yeah. But, I remember uh, I actually... <laughs> I read for the role of Rudy. Oh, okay. I auditioned reading all those scenes. Okay. I never auditioned reading Sean's sure. lines. Okay. And they called and said, you got that movie you read for, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, but you didn't get the role you read for. And of course, I was totally bummed because that was the cool kid, you know. <laughs> sure. Um, wears the leather jacket, smokes, and um, kills more monsters. Damn it. <laughs> but uh, it all—we it, always I, we've told the story a hundred times in that in the in the same cadence there. But it it all worked out exactly where everybody should be because Ryan's Rudy,
0: right? He's, sure, you
2: know much better Rudy than 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 I probably would have pulled off. And uh, I think Sean, you know, is perfect for me as the you know insufferable know-it-all. It's great. And, and you get uh, to blow up the Wolfman. So, like, that's right. We, of, we blow up you know. Wolfman. I hit him in the face. Uh, Ryan shoots him. I mean, it, you know. It's different like,
1: between blowing up and actually and she, like, taking care of business. Yeah, we, right. we
2: know. I we actually know. Got I, I, I loosened the, I loosened the lid for got you on Wolfman. Now, that's, I, I loosened the lid for yeah,
1: you. Yeah, you wound up in an alley and then got back together and then I took care of it. <laughs> yeah. That's no, funny. I didn't. Rudy did. Bang. Bang. So,
0: yeah, what was it like? I mean, obviously, you know. This is kind of a, a big movie, you know, in, in terms of scope. It was uh, a big
2: scope, big scale, fairly large production budget for that time. Right. Shooting, I mean, shooting did. on
0: the Universal lot, right? For,
2: for yeah, Universal something. and uh, some Universal, uh, a lot of Warner Brothers, Town Square's Warner Brothers, yeah. kind of the Lagoon and stuff was uh, Universal. Sure. And uh, on stages in Culver City and a, a lot of like street I just locations found out around
1: Dallas. Scary, scary German guy's house is gone. Yeah, yeah it's not there it anymore.
2: Uh, and of Terrible. course that's in Santa Monica yeah. you know by our school which is supposed to be southern any usa sure <laughs> but what was uh,
0: i mean what was the the vibe like on set i mean what was the what was the working like in, with with everybody
1: i think we were like you know i mean once we realized like what this was about and 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 who we were and and we knew each other's characters i think one of the main things was that we kind of became you know for lack of a better word, squ- a squad. Sure. I mean, we, we were we were close. Um, uh, we were separate from all the monsters. We weren't allowed to see them unless we were working with them. And when we were working with them, it was they were they they were who they were. Sure. Um, we didn't get to like talk to them in any other regard other than, you know, if we were having a scene with them and they were their characters, Tom Noonan, Duncan. You know, uh, but I think as far as like You know the squad was concerned like i would go to andre's house and we would shoot bow and arrows in his backyard you know like we were we actually like became like really close that's great friends yeah i mean i I hate him now right well yeah but back then it was totally different (laughs) um (laughs) ditto
2: Um,
0: Audrey, why are you crying? Because <laughs> I wish I wasn't here right now. Right. <laughs> you call it milking. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Stop milking me. <laughs> no one can see. This is a podcast. <laughs> Dumbass. Um,
2: yeah, you do. I mean, you spend a, comp- you, you spend a comp- long but compressed amount of time, if that makes sense. Sure, yeah. Because you're trying to accomplish a lot in a very short amount of time. And while still going to like school on the set and then being a 13, 14 year old. And we, our squad was a wide range of ages. Right. I mean, all the way from five to 14. And so you can have those dynamics and, sure. and, 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 weird stuff happened. And it, just because you're on a movie set with five to 14 year olds doesn't mean it's the same dynamic <laughs> that, you know, you'd have at a family reunion cruise or something right, with five right. and 14 year olds. And you work through that and you get it. And that's like Ryan was saying, you become what it is. And, it's something that I, I've just noticed recently, like if you see bits or scenes or watch the movie as a whole, and um, it, it's very, it's it's so industry lame and actory <laughs> to talk about, like, what's chemistry? It's chemistry? <laughs> but a lot of times when you see like a romantic movie or a two-person, there is no chemistry, and it's terrible, and some people have great chemistry. I think it's like a unit, like a team. When you actually look at it, it, none of it seems really forced. It looks like a bunch of cool, dorky kids hanging out together that have known each other forever That's the thing. and are totally comfortable in their own skin and their own treehouse and Absolutely. they don't care.
0: And so many movies from that era, TV shows. It, there was so much that felt forced. Even now, you look at well, you know, you had like the Goonies. Those kids felt, you know, the same way. Like the Goonies, Schmoonies. I know, right? Well, did they? Did,
1: did they? they? We have, I mean, we have, a, we have. A, a, did it really they though? Yeah. But then did. you have
0: like today, you have the kid, like the Stranger Things kids, and those kids, you know, all very, seem like I mean, very. it's Just that—that's the closest thing in the last thirty years. I mean, to the chemistry that you feel with monster squad. I mean, it's, I uh, wouldn't, you said it,
2: you. you said it. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll agree with the sentiment. <laughs> I always have a thing with, cause I, I, I liked yeah. stranger things. And I think the Duffer brothers did a, a, a really neat thing with what they set out to do. And I don't know the Duffer brothers. I still love to hang out with them and talk to them. Sure. But until they tell me that we've seen monster squad and we were inspired by it oh, I or know. directly lifted stuff from Monster squad, I'm going to say, I don't know. Sure. But if you watch Stranger Things,
1: there's lots of... Mystical. I mean, it's
0: just if you look at the new... You well, know, you know, trailer. Stranger
1: Things is about a group of kids fighting a monster. Yeah. but Goonies we've had... is about a bunch of kids fighting an old lady. And a developer. So, I mean, it is yeah. not that close.
2: They're actually running <laughs> so, away from the old lady and fighting like a developer. Oh my
1: god, Getting away from right. Anne. What, what's her name? Anne Help me, Anne Ramsey's after me. And then we need some jewels to save our town. It's because like, our no, house no, is no. going into a driving we fought range. The goddamn, we fought Dracula to
2: save the world. All the top monsters <laughs> in one they? town. Duncan I guess is, Ramsey's Duncan is cute. the
0: most terrifying to this day for me. Is the most terrifying Dracula. A lot of people he, say that he, I,
1: I, I he's like on that. a lot of people's top at least I mean, five I, or three list. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I watched things. I mean, I watched Christopher Lee, and, and sure. you know, I mean, I thought he was terrifying as well. I thought I, I Gary Oldman wasn't necessarily terrifying, but he was the great you know version Absolutely. of that character. Um, but yeah, Duncan is you know there's there's something about him that's kind of terrifying.
0: Yeah, he just um, I mean, especially if you're a kid, right. Right. I mean, and that was the thing, you know, just growing up. I mean, I was a monster kid from day one. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, I, I grew up with the Universal Monsters. What
1: what brought you into the world? How do you mean? I mean, like, what was your first, like, oh, what probably, was gateway? Probably, I was uh, like, do we need my, to go to seventh grade biology, <laughs> biology class? My, you know, right well, well my mom and my dad.
2: <laughs> um, but, uh, use, uh, use these teddy bears, Ryan. Tell the story. Uh, <laughs> I like puppet, <laughs> puppets. What was your gateway? Or, gateway puppets are I think
0: probably, what he um, man, it. It may have been Monster Squad, truthfully. Oh, I mean, because here's wouldn't the be thing. the first time. I, I aged with this movie. I just turned 30, and so at like two or three, there was a, a copy at our local library, and I checked it out every week. Um, on, the, the, I, on the eve of my mother's wedding, I had a 103 fever, and the only thing that I wanted to do was watch it. And there was a blizzard, so she, she drove me in a blizzard to the library to get that movie. So this movie just... I, I mean, it has for, for eternally been such a big part of my life. Did the
2: library end up just giving you the copy? Yeah, like okay, th- go, they, yeah. they were
0: getting ready to for actually, like they were going to sell. They were going to sell like yeah. a, a bunch of their stuff, and and that was <laughs> one of the things you. we took. Nice. Um, but I wore that. I mean, I've worn out like eight or nine VHS copies of it, uh, several DVDs. Um, but it's a it's a thing of, you know, the, the 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 iconic parts of it. You know, the the monsters. I mean, it's just. And a, a good deal of that is thanks to, to Stan Winston, obviously. But a, another big part of it is how you guys sell it. R.I.P. Yeah. I mean, Stan was one of a kind. Um, did you guys ever get to, to meet Stan or, you know, have any interaction with him on set? I yeah. mean, he, yeah. him and his team were there yeah. every the day. Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. That had and to, be wild. to watch those guys, like, my favorite was, um, well, I thought the, the mummy costume was great because you see it up close and how they, they, they put Michael in there. But the Gilman suit was amazing. And to watch them, like, touch it up with, you know, a paintbrush. And, yeah. Because my own, you know, because Steve Wang kind of, I think Steve Wang painted and, and made Gilman. Mm-hmm. And I always look at the Predator and go, sure. oh, that's Gilman. Right. <laughs> it's the same skin. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, it's good. And it
3: fits the actor the so, exact same way. Yeah, and Tom that Woodruff that stayed in that out, thing for, like,
2: 15 I mean, hours yeah. a day, and it's zipped up in there, and he can't get out. and um, the, He tells great stories about being in that thing. But <laughs> my favorite was to watch and this is old school practical stuff, but the football helmet that was Wolfman's head that moved. Sure. When the eyes yeah. moved and the lips and all that, and it's all with the, you know, the... Um, radio control. The radio something. control and actual, str- uh, you know, wire, you know, cable yeah. wires with, you know, f- uh, finger controls. And, you know, guys are laying on the ground moving in the eyes. And I was like, that's, that's a lot of work.
0: Sure. It's, I, mean, I remember a lot of watching
1: work. that while we were, right before they shot the... Um, Scene when I actually shoot the Wolfman, yeah. I remember they were shooting the scene in the alley. Right when they were bringing when all the pieces back, together, yeah. I remember yeah. watching them like do all these things with like the fingers the, in the in the controls. Yeah, I'm like, what what's happening? You <laughs> like, built you built an extra hand what that it has this? wires. I don't know what it? this is. Right, yeah. Like and it's then, all new. They're like, oh, okay, now can you stand sit here and. Then he's coming at you, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Like Jonathan Grease came up, Sure. He's like running, you know.
2: Did you – have you ever seen – or have you ever seen the, uh, the 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 kind of like test videos that, that oh, Stan Winston sure. did? The, like on, they put the leg on a remote control and do all that stuff. Yeah, right. okay, yeah. So I mean,
0: there's like you know now again thanks to the internet, there are so many hours of just all of their test footage. And it's amazing. You know, it, it's yeah, I mean, so I have wild.
1: people come up to me all the time at these conventions and things like that. So like that time when that was like. Have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I do not remember. I wasn't there. Yeah. Like I was in school. Right. Like I was doing, you know, I was doing math when that was being filmed. Or like I don't remember. Yeah, we didn't that. see a lot there. of stuff that
2: you're not on set because right. when you're, you know, we always marvel at this when the, when the when the adults tell the story, right, right. that oh yeah, the know, whole thing
1: about like yeah when you have kids Duncan on the set and, you and, can like, only he threw be, an axe at Fred or something it's like hammer that or hammer.
2: hammer or whatever.
1: Like, I, I, I would have loved to see there for that. that.
2: But you can only work for like the five, like Michael and Ashley, and could only work for like, they could only be there for like seven hours wow, a day. Sure. And three of them had to be in while you're in school. So they can only be on set for a handful of hours. And we were, I think, you know, nine or ten hours total. And so you've got to shoot all the kids' stuff out sure. and they got to go. And then everybody else stays and still makes a movie. Wow. And so these guys were going deep into the night.
1: I mean, even when like they would do like close ups of, you know, like they need over the shoulders of like, you know, Andre. I was like, I wasn't there. I was just doing something else. Or sure. Yeah. Whatever so there was I wasn't, we don't need you today or we need you like at five. And like Andre was there at eight thirty in yeah. the morning and like, wait, they don't need, like, there was one particular uh, event when I'm, if you watch the film, like I'm peeking out of the clubhouse with my binoculars. Right. And it's like way the hell up in the sky. Like that was not CG. I was actually <laughs> up in this tree. Right. That they built a clubhouse in in, in the, it was like near Magic Mountain and in, in, oh, wow. in, in, uh,
2: which is now a master plan subdivision community. Right, it's <laughs> so, like, really? all like these nice houses. It was I an actual was like, swamp. I mean, yeah. like it was an Jeez.
1: actual. There was like they built a tree. There was a tr- tree in a swamp. And that was like, kind of a neat spot. Yeah, it was really cool. But um, uh, the they, teacher they really blew up. Right. Yes. Yes, they really <sighs> blew incredible. it up. There's the teacher um, Elise, our teacher. Um, was also in charge of like making sure that we weren't doing anything like illegal. Right. <laughs> um, as far as like child actors sure. are concerned. And uh they brought me to the set and Fred was like, We need you to get up in the in the treehouse and Elise was like, Nope, not happening. Get out. Nope. That's not he's not going up there. Oh, wow. That's a that's a stunt. And they were like, "Okay, well, we'll just have him sit here for a second while the stomach goes over here." Elise, can we talk to you over here in the corner for a second? And like, and then Fred was like, "Get up in the fucking tree! Get up in the fucking tree!" And I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay." And i like, I climbed up really quick, and there was a guy holding my legs in the in the just some random guy up there. I don't sure. even remember what his name. Is. He was just standing there. He was like, hi. I'm like, okay. It was just me and him. There was like a lighting guy in there too. And then uh, he was holding on my legs. And he was, they, Fred was like, lean out the window and hold the binoculars. And I'm like, okay. So I did it. And he was like, cut. Come down the fucking tree. Come down the tree. And then I got down and Elise was like, everything okay? And then I was doing <laughs> that's math that's like the, five right, minutes yeah. later, you know.
0: Wow. So, I mean, there was – it was – seems like there were you guys were constantly going too. I mean it was
2: yeah there was it was uh I, w- I think I was on set for three or three and a half months nonstop, stop wow. and I didn't have a day off um except for I remember it was a Friday and I was just like set. I was just worn out sure and I looked bad I felt bad and um I was they were like I, you can't I can't work today it was the only day I took off in those three months wow. um because I'm in a lot of I'm in a lot of the movie oh sure and and so like when you when you have something scheduled and then like all of a sudden you can't do a main part that kind of messes up your day as a production but luckily there wasn't too many of those but uh, I just I felt (laughs) I felt like total garbage that day I was so just worn out and sick and probably got you know a little bug or something but I was like oh
0: Um, So, I mean, mentioning Fred, you know, and it doesn't seem like he, you know, would inflict harm, um, but definitely wanted to make the day. I mean, what was it like working with Fred, and what was it, you know, that experience? He was
1: uh, on our side, you know? Yeah. His big kid. Right. You know, this was his baby. Um, You know, I know he wrote it with with Shane, but, like, I think this was, like, his shining moment. And uh, he he went through a lot of... uh, problems to get this thing made sure i think I, I think a lot of people were fighting him on on specific things because being so young you know they were like let me tell you how this is on he was like sure. no you don't understand like i know how to make i i know what i'm doing like i i degrees, have my so like, yeah right you know, i mean yeah and not just that but like I, you know he had a vision sure and he wanted to make his, his vision and you know i think as far as working with us you know as children um he, 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 uh, he was there with us, like, on our level. Sure. You know, he would always, like, I remember him, like, leaning down to us going, all right, you fucking ready for this? Like, can you actually smoke a cigarette? I'm like, yeah. He's like, can you, like, squeech on a bike? And I was like, yeah, I can do that. He's like, all right, let's go. He's like, here's the mark. All right,
0: come on, let's do it, you know?
1: I, remember, I, I just remember him, like, being super excited sure. about the whole process because you know this was his shining this was his moment you know
0: and i would definitely agree i mean it's one of those things that fred i don't think gets enough credit for the work that he's done and monster squad is a great example of that it's just it is a visionary film i mean he completely reimagined you know what what had come 50 years earlier with the with the monsters mm-hmm. i mean so it's you know it's it's what if the universal
1: he, monsters met the little rascal right. that,
0: that, right. yeah. yeah. that was his that was his, his pick. kind
2: of thing it's even in the it's really funny because I was just reading it the other day in a in a box of stuff, but the, like the EPK that the studio put out, it wasn't, it, there was no E of this EPK, it was just E P
0: K. Right.
2: It was actually typed on a typewriter and it's like, Fred Decker's vision of, what if our gang met the classic <laughs> Universal Monsters? And it's like, you're reading it like an old, in your mind, you're reading it like an old and in the news, you know, and um, I think that totally worked. I mean... This is what you would get if right. you got the little rascals fighting these Absolutely. monsters, which is a crazy. Ma- we, we did more stuff with Monster Squad or we or, you know, it Monster Squad did more like mashing stuff up or, yeah. you know, creating paradigms that are now a thing before anybody even kind of did it. Like we mashed up two things that were completely separate, right. you know, little rascals and classic universal monsters. And our hero is a five year old girl.
0: Right. Um, well, and even, I
2: think that's a very Shane Black thing to have. Is the <laughs> you know the, the daughter of the movie ends up being you know kind of the the hero, and then you know, at the time you can make a kid with a, you know a kids' movie where they're cussing and 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 looking at nudie magazines and blowing stuff up and shooting guns and smoking. Yeah. And it's like you can't do that. I now. mean, yeah, there's just so much of the movie you're not doing that. that now. You're just
0: never going. To, it, no. You it captured so perfectly a moment in time. Yeah, but it's also completely timeless. I mean. So much of it still stands up today as, as, you know, being... It could easily take place today, you know. I think, yeah, I, I think that's I, what's I think, also um, special about it. It was interesting because... I, I think you know, it could
1: take place today, but I don't think that you could make it these no, days. No, no, Exactly. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, even something like Stranger Things is kind of a, a you know, fluke yeah. even because it's... You know, it's still that kind of formula. It's definitely not as hard-edged as Monsters. No, Marvel they was.
2: they kind of went near, like, what that line right. would be, but never got really hard. Pussy close. version of Monsters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, <laughs> But and it mostly has Sorry, a Sorry, Deaf topic. Brothers, I want to be in part two. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> deaf Brothers rule.
3: <laughs> deaf Brothers rule, I want to be in part
2: two.
1: Um, <laughs> it's already done. I three. know it is. It's <laughs> fucking Aston. Gets right, ass, the Yeah, I shot it. <laughs> it nothing to do with the Goonies whatsoever. Go- Goonies, schmoonies. But it's. Assholes. I mean. <laughs> not am not sensing even bitterness at all. Not even, not even. <laughs> We joke about it, but like <laughs> you know, Stranger Things, like
2: the, the dialogues. Not, I don't know what they're doing in too, but sure. you're like you would think about it. It's on Netflix. You can almost do whatever you want to, right? Uh, but it doesn't have kind of that 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 authentic feel, right. you know? Because our dialogue is pretty harsh and, and yeah, and bad there's and, a couple of especially stuff, you know, sure. And we've been asked that. You know, that yeah. got asked a long time ago, and um, oh, yeah, I I, I kind
1: I I always point this out though. I, I have to I i my character Rudy, doesn't no do any of that right he doesn't cuss, he doesn't say anything bad i mean, he's just he is bad i right. mean whatever if you think he is you like, killed it's kind your sister right yeah, I was gonna say yeah, total Rudy mystery we don't know that for sure my favorite line in the movie. <laughs> we don't know that um <laughs> but uh. Yeah, like you're like buttwipe but and nah, fag. I mean, you know, like say like, right. Rudy, but Ru- Rudy never even calls, fat kid, fat kid. Right. Yeah. And that's, you okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, oh, I've seen you. Meant he's right, like, yeah. you okay, fat kid? Like, no, exactly. he wouldn't do that. Right. Like that's the point of his character. It's like he's trying to be a part of something. Sure. He's trying to get in there and like make sure that he doesn't fuck that up. Right. Like I heard he killed his dad, and he's just like, whatever.
0: <laughs> just like, think <laughs> that's you what mean? you think. So, in in like moving forward and the film actually getting released, I mean, it's kind of you know very public that they didn't really know how to market the film and that it you know it is kind of a mixed bag. And like you said, I mean, they weren't doing mashup stuff like that at the time. So, I mean. Uh, what was it like living through the release and, and seeing how it was received?
2: Well, they did a pretty good kind of PR thing and had these big release parties and premiere things. Michael and Douglas. And the, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, look, I met Lois Lane at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York at that There's party. There's some and picture of
1: me and Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hi. Um.
0: <laughs> that Michael Douglas one came out within the last few years and I yeah. just was like, like well, wait, that's yeah. my favorite. Thing I remember <laughs> being there in
1: New York. I I, I kind of remember him being there, but I don't I don't think I knew who he was at the time. Or like... I wasn't like... like yeah, and no, I oh met Margot Kidder. I was like, Doug holy was, shit, it's Lois Lane. lane. Like, <laughs> and I was like, you've China never done syndrome? any of other...
3: <laughs> <Like>, what <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's favorite movie as a kid is China Syndrome. <laughs> right. But
1: <laughs> but the, like, the, Jewel um, Denial hadn't come out yet. I'm like, <laughs> not Jewel Denial. Romance Stone.
2: <laughs> the interesting thing about... You hit it. It was, it was a marketing thing. And I, there, there's two things about it that I've kind of concocted in my mind after reviewing this stuff over the last 10 years. Is, one, they had actually... A, a very new style and unique print marketing campaign for this movie. Sure. That would have worked great if the internet was around. Because right. it was a call to action type thing. They did these wanted posters of the monsters.
0: Yeah.
2: But then like half of them didn't even say like new movie in the uh, – right. it, it just said – it didn't even say monster squad on it. It just said wanted.
0: Well, they show Which up. is
2: a great type of thing. Sure. If you – it's a call to action. You got to go find out where it is and no one right. – You don't ever find it out. And then the other thing was the trailer uh, was very dark. You know, things were blowing up. There's monsters. There's like, you know, things, cars chasing and monsters killing people. (laughs) And it looked very dark. And so the movie itself for 10 and 11 year olds was way too much. And their parents were like, my kid's not going to see this movie. Sure. And then for 15 and 16 year olds, it was too kid oriented. It was like, I'm 15 and 16. I'm not going to see this 10 year old movie. Right. And so what's very interesting is I thought about this years ago and I was like, wait a minute. We made the first tween movie <laughs> before <laughs> anything was called tween. <laughs> and had they known that and marketed it to, but that wasn't a market. Right. Now it's the effing market. Right. Yeah. And so I always make a joke. It's like, had they known that tween YA audience we would be sitting here talking about Monster Squad 15 Breaking Dawn right now, you know, instead of, <laughs> sure. you know, Twilight, you know, right. Twilight stuff. And well, if they had tapped in, that would have been phenomenal. But, like we said before, before we kind of started, and, and Ryan touched on it, is
0: people aren't going to talk about Twilight in 20 years. Exactly. There's no, the From the monster designs, I mean, still to this day, the, the werewolf transformation in the back of the ambulance. I can't stop, stop thinking about the way his fucking toes pop out of his shoes. Like everything about it from start to finish is iconic.
2: The little greasy hand thing still gross. I mean, <laughs> right?
0: Wild, just wild. And the it's sound. just, there's nothing like, you know, there's nothing in, like that in twilight. There's nothing in all of these, you know, quote unquote, tw- tween movies. That it's are weird you mention
1: out. that? Because, um, when I was the last time I had watched the film all the way through, it was at a screening, um, I think it was the Ace Hotel it was like the first time I watched it in a long time. Oh, wow. Um and I was watching scenes like that, like the toes popping through the thing. I'm like, I wish that I could have just been a fan. Because I think I would have appreciated this a lot more. Cause like I'm in it, I'm like, oh, this scene, <laughs> you know, that thing happens. Yeah, you're gonna pick it up. And then the credits right the roll and I'm like bing bong boom, right. let's get out yeah. of here. But like, man, I would have loved this movie, like if I wasn't in it but like for me to just like have been a part of it is obviously special right, as sure. all hell and 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 you know i you know to, I mean, very like um appreciative to be a part of this but like <laughs> my god like i i love movies like that right. so i would have i would have liked to be
0: an outsider
1: Looking in sure, and, sure. and seeing that. So when people when you say things like that, I'm like, damn, you're right. That is correct. Cool. Right,
0: yeah. Well I mean my first short film, I had it there's a wolf girl in it, and everyone tried to fight me on this, but I had her wear converses with the toes like popped mm. out and she had like, you know, the big clawed feet and I'm, why and I'm like, well, Monster spot don't worry about it. And it but that's a great like, little you know, great
2: little uh love note. And, and,
0: yeah. And that's the thing, it's just it's iconic and it, it has stood, you know, the test of time. I mean here we are thirty years later still talking about it. Um, huh what's that well, you I, say yeah. <laughs> 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 one of the other things that's really interesting if this movie were to come out now with you know a savvy audience the merchandise would be insane I feel like mm. there is no monster squad merchandise like there's fan merchandise yeah is almost even better uh, but it, you know the new mondo release of the, the album and you know I mean, all that that goes... someone
1: brought us uh, um, the, the pop the you see the the, the the it's a it's a custom, custom Funko Pop, custom pops. And I was like, uh, and um, you're like I of find, me, because I like, like I'll go to a store and I'll like look at all the pops. I'm like, oh, those are cool, cool. And you, oh, I wish there was a Monsters one. That'd be funny. And then exactly this guy it. brought me one. I was like, oh my
0: god, it finally happened. It's and, and, you and, you and wonder, it's not, but it is it's not real. Yeah, but, like, it's, but they have but, the Stranger Things kids now as pops, and it's right. like. And they'll do a pop vinyl for everything, so I'm just, I'm wringing my hands daily. Like, we're going to announce it, the Monster Squad vinyl. Well, it's like, an oh, official, man. you know, I it's think a thing. So. I think
1: this is always going to be something that, like...
2: They had so. a whole merchandise line thing ready to roll out had the movie done well in the box office. Right. And that's where Hollywood and studio-type stuff, um, that's how that machine goes. Sure. And when it didn't kind of pop and ran for, like, three or four weeks in theaters, they're like, eh, we're not spending money they on merchandise it. because yeah. this thing died, uh-huh. and we're just going to... Th- you know next year it'll be on HBO who cares and that's where it found the second half of that first audience
0: yeah that home, that home, you know, cable. HBO I killed mean, it. Yeah.
2: And uh, the video store, you know, laser video and rocket video and mountaintop we, video. We had and video Wizard. And so. Video <laughs> Wizard, even yeah. better. Where the magic <laughs> was, happens. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Wizard, um, where you can take the magic home. That's what it, right? Is that Video yeah, you were, Should you I just were, do the commercial for I mean, for you video were
0: bored to do it. That's exactly <laughs> it.
2: Choo, 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 choo. Video Wizard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lasers. 1504 <laughs> Springfield Drive,
2: downtown. Come get your copy. New releases this Week, Mr. Mom, Monster Squad, The Lost Boy. Now it's a swap beat. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wizard, where you take the magic home.
0: Oh, that's incredible! I'm just gonna take that and now cut an actual commercial. Just to cut an movie. actual movie. do it. Uh, that's <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, it's It's so fun, you know, as, as a fan who grew up with it to now see the appreciation grow and to see enamel pins and, you know, T-shirts, my favorite company in the world, Fright Rags, are getting yep. ready to release this wonderful set of new monster squad stuff. oh really so, yeah, yeah i'll, saw I'll, I'll that. have to yeah. show it to you it's yeah okay. i've seen some gorgeous. of it. socks even there's, there's i saw there's the socks duncan duncan this socks it's, oh, duncan socks when he's like, yeah. like Stephen king rules yeah. yeah. socks Stephen yeah king king very neat. Socks. i mean yeah. it's you know so that's it, it's it's really fun to see that i obviously robbie
1: butt plugs
0: yeah that's that's <laughs> the number <laughs> sorry. three they they mix that butt munch
1: oh butt munch sorry they, they, they uh, and I called I said Robbie oh, is, is it I said Robbie, says,
2: Robbie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: He is no. not endorsing Any type of novelty item Lisa Fuller lunch bags Lisa, <laughs> Lisa Fuller lingerie Unless you were from the movie That'd work We have derailed <laughs> Well this is how it goes with right? that. You, yeah. Hey you wanted it I mean you're not wrong. No lunch bags
1: These bags are major <laughs> <laughs> Come on Right oh. I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to endorse
2: that but I think but I just I think I just pre-ordered this album. <laughs> um, where's my Amazon account? <laughs> Click. Um yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do. It's um, it's
0: incredible because even, you know, I'm I'm so happy that there is more stuff available now, but as fans are now we can never get enough. So I hope it continues. I mean, I hope that the hype for Monster Squad continues for the next 30 years and you know I hope it's man suddenly, you know it's
1: already been and... you just said it right there 30 years I mean, right. the movie tanked when it came out right. and now we're 30 years here you you know we're talking about this and talking to people like you which is incredible yeah. which is amazing you know we never thought that this would ever be this sure so um, like I was saying earlier this is almost more special than if it would have Much came more. out and been like this great success sure. and then it you know, died. Well that's why everybody I mean, it would've asked. been great for us. Yeah, right. Um
2: they always ask us like, you know, is a do you get tired of talking about monster squad? It's been, you know, twenty years and now it's been twenty eight years now it's been thirty. The answer years. is yes. <laughs> you know, and you're like, look, um first of all, to get what we did as kids, uh, you know, there was a there was a lot of kids in the business in that time. Right. There's a lot more kids in the country and around the world. They don't get a not many people got that opportunity to be on TV shows and, and films. Right. And when you were lucky enough that Ryan and I were even in that group of kids to be in the top fifteen percent of the kids that did most of the work. Because there was kids that grew up in this business that never did anything. And they were just they never got a role. And then to be in something that, you know, actually got made and released is is even a smaller percentage. And then the movie doesn't do well, and that's what, what the whole you know industry's about—is like how much money did it make when it came out? But you're like I always say, because there's something special about Monster Squad fans, and that that kind of special dynamic is is so kind of entwined. It's it's almost like they're so tethered to this movie somehow for for one or two reasons. And I always say it's like, look, I'd much rather I don't get tired about talking about it. And if we're at a convention or an appearance, and you know these people are standing in line or driven literally across the country to come take a picture with you um how many people get to do that right very very few and you know trust me you have 90 seconds for them to hang out for a little bit if there's a line of people you like to hang out more if you can spend you know uh, you know, have a drink with them or something but um i always say it was like look i'd much rather have been in the monster squad that didn't do well in the box office and 30 years later we're sitting here talking about the monster squad sure. and how much you enjoy it and how much other people enjoy it than to be the lead in the movie or even the cool kid in the movie. That was the number one box office movie, 87 that no one remembers what movie that was. Right. And uh, no one remembers what the box office movie in 87 was. Sure. And um, I'm like, I'd much rather, I'd much rather do that and hang out with monster squad. It famous. was the last
1: place. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't actually. I know.
2: Um. It should have been. That was a better movie than Mr. Mom. <laughs>
1: Wasn't Mr. Mr. Mom the movie we went it to, was see, Mom. to see to see the, the trailer? And ironically, the trailer for Monster Squad right.
2: was in front of Mr. Mom in the that's theaters. That's incredible. And uh, that ended up being like We the, went to the I theater in the Mom valley
1: Yeah. and asked. We didn't want to watch the movie. I think I'd already seen Mr. Mom. But I was like, can we come in and watch the trailer? And they're yeah. like, what? We're like, we're in a movie that's in the trailer. And they're like, sure. So we went and stood in the back. <laughs> and just watched <laughs> the trailer <laughs> and then like cool. left and went and got it's tacos or something. Sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Um, it's, I mean, it is incredible, it's such a great legacy to have, um, and, you know, we're here at the Chattanooga Film Festival this weekend, uh, to, you know, celebrate it even more, uh, we, you know, there's a screening tomorrow, is it a 35 millimeter print or is it digital? It, Do you guys know?
2: You know what? I don't know. I'm guessing it's the DCP, but okay. uh, I'm not really sure. Um, okay. because that's the unique thing is there's DCP monster right. squad, right? And so, because it gets requested to play at so sure. many places, and I know the two guys that owned the one thirty-five millimeter print that went around the world right. for ten years and wore it out. It's it's a clear piece of piece of plastic now. Right. There's no image on it left anymore. <laughs> almost it got played so hard. But um, yeah, we're at some place like Chattanooga Film Festival where you know other legacies can start and make and celebrate this one and. Yeah, we've got a screening and a Q&A on Saturday. And,
0: and a podcast. And,
2: yeah, Ryan and I are doing a squad cast with Ryan and Andre with a live audience in a movie theater on sure. Sunday.
1: So so let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, what,
0: how did the how did squad come about to begin with?
1: Um, we were either like in a bar or a diner or something or in, a, or in your car. And we were just yapping for like an hour. And we're like, God damn it. This is we should just why are we recording this? Like, you know, not to toot our own horns, sure, yeah, but like, yeah. this is pretty interesting. Like what we were saying, or we we cause we were talking about like our past and the industry in general. And like, what's the difference between like, you know, when we were kids and, and what's happening now in the industry and what's it like being on a movie set and, you know, we were telling war stories and, and things like that. And then all of a sudden we were like, well, why don't we, why don't, why don't we just record this? Let's try one. So, uh, Andre, you know, we got some equipment and came to my apartment and set it all up, and we just did one and it we had you know we had a great time, sure it was fantastic, and so we were like oh let 's do another one of these, so we <laughs> did another one, and then like you know uh, we put it up, and we built a website uh, well i didn't <laughs> michelle built a web- andre's wife built a website, oh, wow. and uh and, and it just went from there. Then we started to, like, find a little some guests here and there. And, and, and it just kind of grew and grew and grew. I mean, we're only on, like, episode 10, it, eight. We,
2: Yeah, I think we have 10 in the can, but, yeah. like, 7 has been out. So it's still, it's still, we we're trying and... to
1: figure, we're getting our legs, and we're trying to figure out what it is. But um, I think mostly it's just, like, two guys shooting the shit. Sure. I mean, you know, I mean, I know, that, like, there's some other podcasts that kind of do that same format. But I think we've got a little bit of an insight into, like, what happened, to us, if you're a fan of, I always tell like people like it's like, well, you can like it for what it is, but if you're a fan, right, then you're going to hear some stories that you probably have never heard sure. about this sure. subject before. Yeah, and
2: I think it just worked because all the fans that like Squadcast, you know, say the same thing. It's like this is the. It's the coolest thing. It's like we're, I feel like I'm in the room with you guys or in the car and I listen to it on my commute or I I vacuum the house to listen to it on my iPod. And, you know, they just, uh, they, it's like, it's just like I'm in the room with you guys and it's funny and sometimes, you know, we're funny sometimes and um, are are funny looking while we're doing it. And then uh, it goes off the rails sometimes. And what we found in the last couple of things, we've had such great guests that are awesome faces and names, but they're also great talkers. And then we just did two, and that'll, that'll be up soon. And we're like, we barely said anything. Wait, right this is our show but oh shit this
1: isn't yeah we've we so like, like we got to go do one yeah. where you and i talking <laughs> right. and doing saying stupid shit and uh, we've got to get like we've got we one coming on. out with uh, uh one of the guys that was that, that was on the walking dead oh wow and uh and every man, rob zombie movie. he, he had an every rob zombie movie lou temple he's fantastic oh, lou, yeah yeah, yeah lou's awesome. incredible but we went to his uh house and uh you know and set it up and man like story after story after story, and we're and I, basically the whole thing is Andre and I going, uh huh, uh huh, uh-huh. right? Yeah, okay, yeah, and then right. and then and then what are you?
2: Because it actually starts <laughs> off, you know, we you kind of had your opening. It was like, hey, thanks, another edition, and We've got here. I was setting the gear up, and Ryan had asked Lou a story or a question, and he started telling a story, and I was like, okay, I, okay, I'm going, and I usually test hurry, a little I, bit. I, and I get was a watching thing. him like Purry, hurry, and I'm hurry, hurry. like, and, I'm like <laughs> and I finally was like, okay, just record. I wasn't even worried about levels yet or anything, right. and and I was like, just get, so the that episode when we put it up, you'll hear just it starts in the mid sentence of a story <laughs> and goes for like
1: it'll be a two part eight or nine. It'll minutes. be a two part.
2: It's definitely a two parter But this one story starts for like eight or nine minutes, and then I finally go, oh hey, by the way, this is Ryan and I, and this is the Squadcast. Sure. We're here with Lou. Thanks. Keep going. <laughs> you know, Incredible. so and I think that almost lends a little bit more to that just shooting the shit. Yeah. conversation it's like we're the three of us were sitting in someone's place and someone came up with a recorder and just hit it and right. then so it's it
1: you know we've done one i mean i i, I don't know if we, if we ever would put it up but we've done uh we also have like a portable like little zoom like we'll just be waiting in the car I, the other day we were waiting in a car to go into a show like a comedy show and uh put the thing on the dashboard like, yeah so uh what movie did you see yesterday? you know right so i don't know if that that we'd ever put that one up but like that's kind of where we're going that's what we're
2: going there's for. one that, that one and the other one we did the same thing. it's like a, a 28 minute or 24 minutes like oh it could be a little bonus episode just like well, on the yeah, side absolutely because it's just us in the car right and i'm like no one's gonna look. I'm like no that they will because it's funny.
0: We do a lot of that, like to and from, like a movie, boner, know, we're just
1: boner episodes, a, a boner episode, boner, a, a boner, boner. Bon- a, a
0: boner. Bon- <laughs> uh, well, guys, I mean, this has been kind of a dream come true. Uh, so, thank you so much for for joining me. I'm really excited about the screening tomorrow. Excited about the Q and A. And I mean, I've already asked all my questions. So you're
2: not going to ask any Yeah. Una-
0: Hey, guys, remember when we talked yesterday? That was was fun, wasn't it? Do you remember
2: when, you know, that time that... (laughs) You were talking to Wolfman on the
0: set and... Do you remember when you were in the Atari ET commercial? That was really... Oh, we're going (laughs) Now we're somewhere. You want to do a whole nother podcast? Now we
2: are somewhere. (laughs) All the random weird shit that Andre has been in.
3: It's ET. (laughs) Uh,
2: That is definitely in the top five of most of people that I know and friends of things that they dig that I've ever done. That's
0: hilarious. You also, I don't know if
1: you're aware of this... That Andre chopped down a tree with Mr. T on A-Team. Stop. So I always, yeah, Ryan, that's Ryan's
2: favorite thing. I think I'm the only person on the planet that has ever chopped down a tree with Mr. T.
0: Hold on. Is this story on (laughs) shockwaves? No. No. go for it I, gotta, I gotta, now yeah, got now. yeah
2: just go for it I just
0: need to know that I got something One they more. did that they uh,
2: well we didn't talk about E.T. Atari so yeah uh, there's a whole story there Atari still owes me games uh, that they never it's said in pay. a landfill it's right you yeah to, you can go pick I know them. where they are they're now <laughs> the middle, in the, Gordo. the, of the, um, the desert now. So. And, and by the way Zach Penn like never asked if he could use me in his documentary but oh really uh, actually really dug Game Over that was a yeah. really really neat documentary um, yeah. what were we talking about oh the tree tree it well, down a tree just, you with you know I'm tea. like you know 10 and I'm doing an episode of the greatest show ever before you you know <laughs> grow up and it was the a-team <laughs> and uh, I was like holy shit I'm on the side of the a-team because I think it was like season two maybe season f- pretty early yeah season three maybe and um Really, I'm really not very good in it, but uh, I'm 10, and now I'm like, oh, that's Mr. T. And Mr. T scared the shit out of me in Rocky Three, So I'm like, oh, my God, this is Clubber Lang. This guy is scary, but he's really a nice guy. Right. Okay, so he's super nice and we're shooting up in the mountains in California like wow. up on Angeles National Forest and Crestline and cuz we're lumberjacks of course right yeah and the bad lumberjacks are like putting us out of business Of course, as, as you, and uh, fly, i'm right? like a little i'm like a little <laughs> this is i'm like a. am like, <laughs> like a little lumberjack like a lumberjackito or something right. and um, that's the name of your band little lumberjack <laughs> <laughs> little lumberjack That's <laughs> little rapper little my name little lumber <laughs> little lumber little lumberjack and my my dj Sawtooth, you know
3: And oh, my so, God.
2: And um, <laughs> Mr. T's in our video um, <laughs> pushing out on dance, shirt, a giant but, fucking dream. He's on oh, Dancing with the Stars sorry. right now. We'll <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, um, the greatest scene has been, of course, the team goes to confront the bad guys right. in like, their hangout. <laughs> and like, they built this wall. And Mr. T takes a chainsaw and... Chews out the wall and then, like, kicks it in and then it comes in. I'm like, oh my god, he went through glass with a chainsaw. I was like,
0: holy shit!
2: But, um, I'm up there in the mountains, I'm like, oh my god, I'm hanging out with Mr. T, I'm hanging out with Mr. T because Mr. T was huge,
0: right? Oh, yeah,
2: in '83 or '84, yeah. And, um, but it was this episode, and um, I was like, oh my god, there's Faceman and there's you know, Murdoch, who was the best on that show, Dwight Schultz is absolutely phenomenal, and he would crack me up. It was so funny being Murdoch. And my first scene, I remember this like yesterday, it's early in the morning, we're way up in the mountains, and Dwight Schultz is leaning out the window blowing on a kazoo. Because <laughs> he's trying to call Bigfoot. Because he's <laughs> up in the mountains like, I'm going to catch Bigfoot, there's a $20 reward. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm... So and then th- through the window inside, like Mr. T and I are outside, and I'm, I'm going to piggyback ride. Right. <laughs> on Mr. T. And I'm like okay, how many people, you know, like I'm writing Mr. T. I'm like, I'm on, I'm getting a piggyback from Mr. T. That's Don't ever say that anything. out
1: loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting a piggyback ride on Mr. T.
3: It
1: was all <laughs>
2: innocuous. This totally was all, riding, we Mr. can't even say <laughs> anything nowadays, man. Um, you said like Robbie butt buttplug.
0: What are you but, um, <laughs> I wasn't
1: writing but, Robbie's plug. <laughs> <laughs> you will be later, I'm sure. But, um, One can only hope. <laughs> So
2: when I'm coming in and he's being funny and like you see me on camera and I'm laughing, right? I'm laughing, and I'm not supposed to be laughing. Like, it was terrible, and um, <laughs> but later on during, of course, the eight, you know like the montage or a little bit of the montage that's in every episode of the Eighteen, um, they actually that they were chopping down actual trees in the forest, and I'm like, are you allowed to? do that I was like there's actually tr-, like but it was like a big safety thing and sure. so like Mr. T is like,
0: to town like on he's
2: three. swinging an axe on a tree that's probably like 8 feet in diameter that you would never hit with an axe
0: right.
2: in reality it would be sawing it or something
0: unless and, you're um, B.A. unless
2: you B.A. <laughs> And um, but what was awesome is like the real, the, <laughs> the real tree, the real how bushes tree over, and uh, so they got the tree ready to go, <laughs> right? right? And then like Mister T's up there, and like I'm standing there, but I have to be like ten feet away from him because of, like get the kid away from the axe On the falling tree, and um, the kid, the kid, <laughs> yeah, and uh, then there was the scene it was like we're talking, and I'm standing there watching Mister T just hack away at this big pine tree, and then like there's a wedge in it, it's ready, so like okay, okay. Action. Like Mr. T puts the axe down, and like pushes the tree, of course. Because <laughs> B A finished. And he goes, and then he moves over to me, and we really go like, Yeah! <laughs> like we we conquered the beast or that's something. Incredible. It's just so it's so cheese and amazing right. at the same time.
1: The first time I saw it, <laughs> I knew that you had done it because you had mentioned it to me. Like I was Mr. T pushing out a tree or whatever. I was like, great, that's awesome. But the first time I actually saw it. I was super fucking hungover in bed, and like I, the TV had just been running all night, you know, on whatever channel, like Ion TV or whatever, where they just show like marathons of like Criminal Minds, like, and then like in the morning it was like, A Team, A Team, A Team, like seventeen episodes of the A Team, and I was like, all right, I wasn't like a giant fan when I was a kid either, but uh, all of a sudden like I was like I was watching. Is that fucking Andre? Is that fucking Andre? Is this Is this the, Is this the, uh, Oh, that's fucking Andre chopping down a tree with that machine. Is the one? This is that's the incredible. one. Wake up. Smack it. you in the
2: face. It's so Yeah, that I mean it was fun. I mean well, I mean I had a lot of friends that did episodes of Eighteen, but like not many but nobody Andre. Yeah, i believe, he, nobody chopped down a tree with Mr. T. I think incredible. I can probably I would put 5 dollar bet that I'm the only person that Chuck down a tree with Mr. T.
0: I'd say that that's pr- probably likely. Yeah. Well, guys, you've given me so much of your time, and I am eternally grateful. Thank Absolutely. you so much. No, uh, thanks for having us. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, everybody, if, if you're here in Chattanooga, check out the screening tomorrow at 1.30? I think it's
2: 1 yeah, o'clock or one thirty. yes. Okay. Like at 1:30, yeah.
0: And immediately following is Squadcast, which is going to be a lot of fun. No, that's Sunday. Sunday is
2: Sunday. Squadcast, Squadcast. Okay. Okay. is Sunday okay. in Theater 4. And, uh, but we're doing a Q&A and kind of a hangout session after the screening tomorrow. So Great. stick around and ask questions or, you know, if Mr. T's around, he can come too.
0: Oh, man. How rad would that be? Let's do a retrospective just of that episode.
2: I rode in kit too.
0: All right. You got to stop yeah you were ultimate 80s kid <laughs> you fought Dracula <laughs> cut down a tree with mr. T and, and had inside.
1: sex with all the Charlie's Angels
0: <laughs> oh wait that was me
1: oh yeah no, no just Bosley <laughs>
2: you got to take what you can get in this business right. <laughs> thank but you no, guys <laughs> thank you guys so much Bye, I really man.
0: appreciate it all right. and uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of We're Gonna Need a Bigger Show, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. We're Gonna
3: Need a Show. We're Gonna Need a Big